You are listening to King Jesus Radio, the official podcast of New Living Way Church. Well, good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us this morning. Praise the Lord for another day this morning. Thank God for another day of breath. Amen. And just that we could come together and, and, you know, to come together to study the Word of God together, to pray together. Amen. So that's what we're here to do. We're here to pray this morning through the Word of God. That's what we do every morning at 915 and uh, right now, being the fact that we are having our services outside, we are pre-recording and then putting these up as part of the service, but also for all of you that are at home, that are joining us on the live stream with the service, so therefore you guys can pray as the Lord leads through the, through the Word, and we can pray for the service and pray for everything that will go on, not just in New Living Way Church, but in the body of Christ today and in our world. Amen, and we do so by going to the Word of God. So thank God for his word this morning. Thank God for just another beautiful day that he has made. And you know what? Thank God that we can rejoice and be glad in it. So this morning, we're just so grateful and thankful to the Lord that he's given us another day to praise him, another day to seek him, another day to just enjoy his presence and enjoy that fellowship with him. And not only that, but being able to come together as a body of Christ, even if it's through the live stream, you know, it's just an amazing thing because we all serve a big God. We serve a great God, a faithful God. We serve a God that is everywhere. And not only that, he, is, he lives and dwells in every believer today. So it's just amazing as we come together. It's the same Holy Spirit that is bringing forth the word today that is working in me, that is working in you, and is working together collectively as a body of Christ. And when we come together in this type of setting to read the word of God, to study the word of God, to pray, to worship, to glorify him, it's like we all come together in unity and one accord along with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And that's what we are. We're the church. We're the body of Christ. So it's just a wonderful blessing just to be able to do this together. Amen. So uh, we're going to prepare this morning. I'm going to open up in prayer and then we're going to be turning to the book of Psalms uh, chapter 71. I know we've been in the book of Ezra for the past couple of months. We're just going to take a pause in the book of Ezra for the for the month of August. And uh, we'll be getting back to the book of Ezra soon. But for right now, this is where we're at right now. So it looks like we're in another psalm, and it's Psalm 71. So if you'd like to turn your Bibles there as I open up in prayer this morning. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you, Father God, for another beautiful day and another beautiful night that you've given us, Father God. Father God, we thank you for every moment, Lord Jesus, every breath that we have, Father God. Every moment, Father God, because we know that you are faithful, Lord God. And this morning, Father, we just thank you for this time. We thank you, Father God, for another day, Father God, that you have made, my God. We thank you, Lord, that we have a decision and a choice today to rejoice and be glad in it, Lord. And that's what we're doing this morning. We are making a decision to say, I will rejoice and be glad in it, Lord God. No matter what is going on, no matter how I feel, no matter how sleepy or groggy, no matter what may be going on in my body or in my mind or in this world or in my job or in our home, whatever it may be, today we choose to rejoice and be glad in it. Because it is the day that you have made, Lord Jesus. And we thank you this morning, Father, for breaking every bondage, for breaking every chain, Lord God. For, Father God, setting the captives free, my God, this morning. Father, in the name of Jesus, thanking you, Lord, that we come to a God that not only has the authority, but has the power and authority, my God. And in that power and authority, Lord God, everything and everyone is subject to you, Lord God. 
And Father, we willingly, Lord, this morning, come together and we submit ourselves unto you, Lord God. And we resist the devil. And as your word says, he shall flee, my God. So, Father, we just thank you this morning as we humble ourselves under your mighty hand. As we ask you, Lord, let your will be done. Not our will be done, but your will be done, Father God. And Father, we ask you for your forgiveness of all of our sins, Father God. Forgive us of all unrighteousness, of all uncleanliness, Father God. Forgive us, Lord, for rejecting and rebelling against your laws and commands, my God, and causing us to sin against you and to sin against one another, my God. We ask you for your forgiveness and we ask you to cleanse us, to wash us, to renew us and restore us to your love and righteousness. For we repent of our sins and our ways, Lord Jesus. Oh, we thank you this morning, Lord God, that we could come together in repentance and we acknowledge our sins unto you this morning, Father. We acknowledge, Lord, our own self-righteousness, Lord. And Father God, we say you are right and true, my God, in your word and everything that you say, my God. Father, we thank you this morning, my God. We thank you, Father, we can come to you. And Lord, we can receive that forgiveness, Lord. We believe, Lord, in the salvation and the forgiveness that we have in you today, Lord God. And it's because of that we are the children of God, Lord. It's because of that we have salvation this morning. And all those who choose today to repent and turn to you and confess you as Lord, my God, have that same opportunity, Lord, to have forgiveness and salvation in you today, Lord God. So, Father, with that same forgiveness we ourselves have received, by faith we forgive in the name of Jesus Christ against all those, my God, that we may hold anything against today, Lord any unforgiveness that may be in our heart, my God, a hardened heart, my God, frustration, Lord God, whatever it may be, Father, Lord, today we forgive in that same forgiveness, Lord, because we believe, Lord, that, Lord Jesus, we have forgiveness in you, Lord Jesus. So, Father, we thank you this morning. We thank you that we can rest in you, Lord. And in that rest, we can be rest assured, my God, that you are faithful. We thank you this morning, Lord God, for the life that we have in you today, my God. And Father, we thank you that life is more abundant, Father, than anything else in this world, my God. Because, Lord, it's not only the life that we're living here, but it is eternal life in you, Lord Jesus. So, Father, we thank you as your word says, Father, the spirit gives life, the flesh counts for nothing, and the words that you have spoken to us are spirit, and they are life, Lord Jesus, because we believe today, my God. Oh, we thank you this morning for your word, and we ask you this day by your spirit, Lord God, oh, to lead us, to guide us, to empower us, Lord Jesus, by your spirit, my God. Lord, to serve you, to worship you, to glorify you, Lord God. To heed and listen out for your word, my God. And Father God, to walk by faith and not by sight, my God. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for all that you have done. Thank you for all that you're doing, my God, and will do, my God. Oh, we thank you now, Lord, because we believe and know that all things are possible for you, Lord God. 
Father, you know every hurting heart. You know every person who is sick today. You know every person, my God, today that is in lack today. Lord, you know every lost soul today, my God. But Lord, we thank you that in the name of Jesus, Lord God, there is healing, there is deliverance, there is salvation, my God. There is breakthrough, my God. There is freedom in the name of Jesus this morning, oh God. And every day and every moment, my God, because the name of Jesus, there is life, there is liberty, there is power in that name, my God. So, Father, we just thank you this morning. And we give you all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Well, praise the Lord this morning. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, because it is a choice. It is a decision that we make every day, every moment of our lives to believe the Lord, to continue to trust him, to continue to praise him and to continue to believe all that his word says that we already are, that we already have in him. Amen. So thank you, Lord, for that today. And that's what we're doing this morning is we're going to the word of God to lead us in prayer, to lead us and guide us in these times in our lives, not just in the moments of the world, but just in our lives, in our daily walk as a Christian, in our daily walk in just this world today, and growing and learning and maturing and going through trials and tribulations and just many different things that we go through in life. But thank God for his word that never changes, that treasure that we cherish within our heart today. And that's what we're doing. We're looking to the word of God and we're trusting that his Holy Spirit is going to lead us and guide us and direct us in that light today and to refresh us and just to give us that, that refreshing that we need, but that wisdom and guidance and direction that we also need this morning. So thank the Lord this morning for his word. Amen. So again, we're in Psalm 71 today. I want us to look at something here today and I want us to see this psalm. It's a psalm that we can look at. It's like for us that, you know, for us that look to those that are older than us today. And it's like looking for those words of advice. And we're looking for just that encouragement, just someone that we know has been in it. You know, whether it's being a Christian or whatever it may be in life. But we look to those that are older because they got words of wisdom and knowledge. It's like they've lived through some stuff. They've seen some things. And in that, we ourselves can learn. And not only that, but we're able to also impart to those that are coming after us, to our kids, to our grandchildren, to our nieces, our nephews, our, our little cousins, or our brothers, our sisters, you know, our, of the body of Christ. To those around us, we're able to instill in them what we ourselves have learned. You know, you could be in a job that just somebody just started, and even if they're older than you, but you've been on the job longer, so therefore, you're able to teach them a little bit. You're able to instruct them and give them a little bit of guidance of like, hey, man, I've been in this company for a while, so just want to show you the ropes a little bit. So that's what this psalm is really about. It's about someone who has lived trusting God. Someone who has went and is in their ripe old age and, you know, they're just looking back. And this is something, so as we read this today, this is as someone giving us words of advice as this person is also seeking the Lord through it all. It's an amazing thing here. We're learning from someone here. And who lived it and is teaching us. And not only that, but is also through this, it's teaching us how to do the same. 
and how to show us our responsibility and why it's so important that me and you today don't give up and why we need to pray for one another that we don't give up. There's a footnote that I read here. It says, hope is confident expectation that God is going to do what he says he will do. This is a footnote on the beginning of this psalm. Again, I'll read that. Hope is confident expectation that God is going to do what he says he will do. So as we read this psalm today and we, we're looking to the Lord to guide us and lead us in prayer, we're coming together because we believe and have expectation that he's going to do what he says he will do because he is faithful. Another footnote here, you know, you got sometimes the little titles on here. One of the titles and one of the translations says, it's a prayer of an old man for deliverance. Even someone who has lived life but is still going through things. Because how many of us know the older we get doesn't necessarily mean it's the easier it gets. We just got a little bit more experience and those that are older than me and, and whether physically or spiritually, but you've just seen a little bit more. And you realize that, Lord, you've gotten me through that. You're going to get me through this. But still, it's still hard. So I like how it puts it there, prayer of an old man for deliverance. Because even in this old age, the person is still looking and looking to the Lord for deliverance. But another one that's titled in a footnote, in another translation reads it as this, Forsake me not when my strength is spent. Because how many of us know that we grow tired, we grow weary. And many times we could just come to a place where it's like, Lord, when will this ever, when, when, when will I get there, Lord? When will I arrive? When will this be? But it's looking to the Lord when it feels like that strength is spent. And I wrote this, I'm going to praise you through it all because of all you have done for me. No matter what, I know you are faithful and you are in control. This is what I got out of this as I was reading this psalm. And my prayer is that we will all get to this place as we go through this today. And this will be our prayer today. That no matter what, we will praise the Lord. No matter what, we will recognize and acknowledge that He is faithful. And that He has all the power and all the authority. And no matter what it may look like or how it may seem. But Lord, help us to constantly put our faith in You. And trust You through it all, my God. As the person who's writing this psalm did as well. Amen. So whether we're coming from a place of age, whether we're coming from a place of, of, of uh, just tiredness, or maybe we're just in a place, Lord, through it all. Through it all. Like that song says, through it all. Amen. I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. Through it all. Amen. So let's look at verse 1 here. We're going to break this down and we're just going to read it. Usually I didn't read the whole thing through, but we're going to go through this verse by verse. And we're just going to look at a couple of things here. And I'm going to ask that through this scripture that you would pull something from here. You can pull it all if you like. You can pull more than one. But if it's just one thing that stands out to you, pull from that and pray on it. Pray for those that are setting up. Pray for the services that are going on. Pray for the praise and worship and the tithes and offerings. And pray for the word that will go forth and the salvations that are being prepared as the Lord is drawing those to Him. Pray accordingly as the Lord leads you by His Spirit this morning. Draw from this and allow the Lord to lead you. Whichever portion or all of it is up to you. Amen.
So verse 1 says, In you, O Lord, do I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. So that word refuge is to flee for protection, to put the trust in. So imagine, he's saying, in you, O Lord, do I take refuge, do I, do I put my trust in, and in that trust I am protected. Let me never be put to shame in that. Recognize that in that trusting God, knowing, Lord, in you, I know I will never be put to shame, and please let it never be so. And we know that to be true because God is faithful. And he is always faithful. So we can definitely stand on this word. In verse 2, he says, in your righteousness, key word, in your righteousness, deliver me and rescue me. Incline your ear to me and save me. I got an exclamation point there. See, what he's doing here, he's declaring to God who he is. He's not saying, rescue me because of my righteousness or anything I've done. No, he's saying, in your righteousness. How many of us know today, by putting our faith in Jesus Christ today, we are righteous in him, in his righteousness. So be rest assured this morning, be rest assured this day, this night. In Jesus, you are righteous. We are righteous in him. Being made right standing with God today. As if you've done nothing wrong but in Christ Jesus, okay? Let's not get big-headed. <laughs> but we're declaring, Lord, in your righteousness. Imagine when I say, in the name of Jesus, I'm declaring in you, my Lord Jesus, in my Savior, in the righteousness of God, the righteousness of Christ washed under the blood. That's what we're declaring and no matter what we go through as we put our trust in the Lord, it's getting to that place of reminding ourselves it's His righteousness. And in that we could have peace because we're calling out for rescue, for protection. Lord, hear me, save me, as the psalmist is saying here. Look at verse 3, it says, Be to me a rock of refuge, that place of trust, of protection, to which I may continually come. But look at this. You have given the command to save me, for you are my rock and my fortress. You know what I love about Moses? Moses always reminded God of his word. We always look in the word of God, but God knows his word. But do we know the word? See, this psalmist is looking and he's saying, according the, you have given the command to save me. He's going to, according to the word of God, you said so, Lord. And how many of us know that God is faithful to his word? We have to know that his word is faithful. So whether we're coming from a place of older age, or whether we're just coming from a place that we need strength, or we're just pressing through. We can know that his word is faithful. Verse 4 through 6 says, Rescue me, O my God, from the hand of the wicked, from the grasp of the unjust and cruel man. For you, O Lord, are my hope, my trust, O Lord, from my youth. Upon you have I leaned from before my birth. You are he who took me from my mother's womb. My praise is continually of you. Imagine this, an example of even before I was born, Lord, you are already taking care of me. You're the one that made sure I came forth in safety. That same faithfulness, Lord God, when I, didn't even, I don't even remember it. 
but yet you were with me, God, to bring me to life. You formed me and knitted me in my mother's womb. And it reminds me of the midwives in the book of Exodus, where it says, when Pharaoh says, I want you to kill every firstborn male. And the midwives, because they feared God, they did not do that. That was the protection of God saving these children. Not all of them were saved, but Moses was because there was a purpose. And I'm not saying that the other ones didn't have purpose. I believe they're in the presence of the Lord. Just as King David's son is in the presence of the Lord. I don't understand everything, but I trust the Lord. And so can we. So just know that we have a purpose and it's coming to that place to, Lord, remember me. Just when I didn't even know what was going on, Lord God, but I'm here today. And I didn't, I didn't protect myself growing up. You watched over me. So please continue to do so as you've done before. And this is what the psalmist is saying. Verse 7 says, I have been as a portent to many, but you are my strong refuge. That word portent is to marvel a sign or, an, or a miracle. As a special display of God's power or a future event, such as the plagues of, of Egypt. That displayed the power of God, but it also displayed the judgment of God, which either brought worship to God or it brought terror to the people. So it can go either way. It's an awesome wonder. In Psalm 139, verse 14, he says, Oh, I will praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made recognizing there's another word that it says you can look at an awesome wonder the psalmist is saying in 139 he says i am fearfully and wonderfully made he says i will praise you because an awesome wonder is to be looked at as when you look at the stars of the universe and the galaxies and everything out there it's like it's an awesome wonder it's like wow like i can't even comprehend all this well, imagine that's what the word of God says about me and you. And the psalmist recognized that in Psalm 139, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And this psalmist is also recognizing that. I have been as important to many. How many of you know that you have been a marvel, a miracle, a sign to many as God has saved and delivered you and set you free? But verse 8 says, my mouth is filled with your praise and with your glory all the day. That is why I praise you, Lord God. Because of all that you've done for me, Lord. And no matter what, I'm still praising you, Lord God. Verse 9 to 13 says, do not cast me off in the time of old age. Forsake me not when my strength is spent. For my enemies speak concerning me. Those who watch for my life consult together and say, God has forsaken him. Pursue and seize him, for there is none to deliver him. O oh God, be not far from me. O oh my God, make haste to help me. May my accusers be put to shame and consumed with scorn and disgrace. May they be covered who seek my hurt. We will always have seasons in our life where we will feel that God has forsaken us. 
Jesus on the cross says, my God, why have you forsaken me? No matter how long we live, no matter how long we follow God, we will always have seasons where we will feel alone and we will feel that God is very far off. But this is why we walk by faith and not by sight. We know and trust and believe and continue to believe that our God will never leave us and he'll never forsake us even when we feel like he has. So no matter what season we're in, and we may be going through the fire in the valley, but just know that God is faithful and his word says he will never leave you nor forsake you. The word of God says be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. He goes before us and he goes with us and he will never leave us nor forsake us. So just know this. As we continue to go through here, verse 14 to 17 says, I will hope continually and will praise you yet more and more. My mouth will tell of your righteous acts, of your deeds of salvation all the day. For the number is past my knowledge. With the mighty deeds of the Lord God, I will come. I will remind them of your righteousness, yours alone. We must continue to speak what he says. And in that, we're reminded that, as we said, he's always with us. But not only that, we could declare it to others. That no matter what we go through, we know that God is still in control and he is with us. And that greater is he that lives in us than he that lives in the world. If God be for us, then who can be against us? That we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus who loves us. That it's not by might nor by power, but by his spirit, says the Lord. We can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens us. It is possible. And in that, as we continue to declare that, we can declare it to others. And that's what we are to do. I will, with the mighty deeds of the Lord God, I will come. I will remind them of your righteousness, yours alone. It's not about what I did or what I know or this and that. No, it's about his righteousness and who he is. And I am only standing. We are only standing today. We are only here today because of all that he has done. And because we believe it. Therefore, we receive it by faith. And now we can live in it. Live in him. Verse 18 says, so even to old age and gray hairs, O God, do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to another generation, your power to all those to come. What I love about this is you see the personal experience in this. Recognizing there's a responsibility for the generation after this person. We see as Moses when he parted the Red Sea and you hear about all the stories in the time of Joshua. But how many of us know that they wouldn't have known about it unless they were taught, unless they were speaking about it and talking about all that God was doing. But you know what I love about that? The next generation after the generation that perished with Moses, not only that, but those that got to experience the Red Sea got to experience their own in the River Jordan. Because it wasn't only about hearing all that he did. That was just to remind them of how great our God is. But they also got to live it and see it. And God showed himself faithful even in that generation. That he's still the same God. 
And we have the same responsibility today. It's not about all that we recognize in our book smarts and our talents. No, it's our personal experience in our relationship with God that we share with the generation after us. Because it's in that they'll be able to hear about the faithfulness of God. But not only that, they too will also get to see and experience the faithfulness and the love and the forgiveness and the power of God within their own lives. That's what it's all about. Oh, Lord, until I proclaim your might to another generation, your power to all those who come. That they too can walk and live in the power and the grace and the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ, empowered by his Holy Spirit, by his word. Brothers and sisters, you have a purpose. Your life is a testimony. Our lives are a testimony for all those that are following in our footsteps and coming behind us that will do even greater things. As Jesus told the disciples, you will even do greater things. How many of us want to see those that come after us even do greater things than what we've seen previous generations do? And believe me, they're going to need to do greater things. The glory of God is going, to be, is going to be manifested and seen in such ways that there will be no denying that it is the Lord Jesus Christ, Lord of Lords and King of Kings. And in verse 19 to 24, we'll close with this. Your righteousness, O God, reaches the high heavens. You who have done great things, O God, who is like you. You who have made me see many troubles and calamities will revive me again. From the depths of the earth you will bring me up again. You will increase my greatness and comfort me again. I will also praise you with the harp for your faithfulness, O oh my God. I will sing praises to you with the lyre, O Holy One of Israel. My lips will shout for joy when I sing praises to you, my soul also, which you have redeemed. And my tongue will talk of your righteous help all the day long, for they have been put to shame and disappointed who sought to do me hurt. No matter what, Lord, you are always faithful. And you are faithful to see me through because you paid the price. You've given me all that I need. And Lord God, I have the love of God. We have the love of God today. The forgiveness of God. The mercy of God. The grace of God. The Holy Spirit today. His word that is true and faithful today. To continue and know that through it all, my God is faithful. So through the longevity of discipleship... It may be a long race, but just know this, as we persevere and endure, we can know that our God is faithful. So this morning, let us give Him praise, let us give Him glory and honor, because we have redemption in Him today, reconciliation today, and all those today who will call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, for there is no other name given under heaven by which men shall shall be saved but the name of Jesus hallelujah and just like that man that was standing there in that scripture there was no denying the miracle that God did in that man's life when they said rise up in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth get up and walk 
They could not deny what God had did in that man's life, a changed life, and no one could ever deny what God has done in your life. Man, woman, son, daughter of God today, servant of the Most High God. So let us pray for that strength, for that revival, for that restoration, for that refreshing, that Lord God, when I am weak, you are strong, Lord God. And even in old age or young age, wherever I'm at today, you are faithful, my God. And through it all, we will praise you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, glory to the Lord Jesus Christ. You pray as the Lord leads you. You can pull from the whole thing. You can pull a portion here, however the Lord ministers to your heart this morning, and start to pray for the church, for the body of Christ, for the brothers and sisters today. Start to pray for your family, for your neighbors, for all those around you today, that they would come to know the Lord and serve Him, and know that He is faithful through it all. We're going to come through this church. We're going to come through all of this. Not just what's going on here. But through this whole thing for all eternity. The Lord says He is coming back with a shout of the archangel. The Lord Jesus is coming back. And we are going to come out of this. The question is this morning. Do we want to come out of this praising God? Do we believe we will? then let us serve him as we do believe this today. Let us praise him as if we believe this. Let us seek him as if we believe this. And let us declare and speak as we believe it. And let us receive his word as we believe it. Because we are going to come through this church. We're going to come through this. We're going to come through this because God is faithful. So let us pray accordingly today, believing and knowing, Lord God, we've come through this already. Your word says we are seated in heavenly places today. And I thank you, Lord. Because of that price that you paid and you rose again on the third day and you are now ascended on high, seated at the right hand of the Father, interceding for us day and night. And we can praise you, Lord Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. So let us pray that we will do all this with that belief this morning and that everything that we do, we will just have such a joy because of the word of the Lord. Amen. Father, we thank you, we praise you, we bless you, Father God, and we thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit that is moving in your people this morning, that is moving in this place, that is moving in our homes today, that is moving in our communities, and in our cities, and in our country, and in our world today, my God, and we thank you that in the name of Jesus Christ, my God, there is salvation, oh, there is freedom, there is healing, there is deliverance, my God. Oh, we thank you for the signs, wonders, and miracles, my God. And we thank you, Lord, that all the glory and the praise be unto you. Because to God be the glory in you alone, my God. And we just thank you this morning, Lord God. As we just praise you and thank you for everything. We thank you for leading us and guiding us in prayer this morning. And Lord, we thank you as we yield ourselves to you, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. 
We will sing 45. We're looking forward to what, you know, what the Lord has today. And you know what? He's just so faithful. Enjoy this time and continue to seek him. Amen. Well, good morning, everyone. Good morning. Praise the Lord. Welcome to the house of the Lord this morning. Amen. Let's give the Lord some praise this morning. Let's give him all the glory and the honor he is worthy of. Praise God. Don't we serve an awesome God this morning? Are we grateful to the Lord today for another day? Because we know that this is the day that the Lord has made. And we will what? Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's try that again for the Santos. I don't think, let's, let's do that one more time. I think we were still sleepy. <laughs> this is the day that the Lord has made. And we will what? Rejoice and be glad. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So let us rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. We're just so blessed today to be here together. But uh, before we do, I mean, as we do open up this morning, we did want to lift up uh, Sister Yolanda's uh, nephew. His name is Blade. Um, he, he just was rushed to the hospital, and uh, he's, in, uh, he's in ICU right now on life support. So we're going to open up, and we're going to pray for him this morning, okay? So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just come before your throne right now, Father. Father, we just give you the glory and the praise and the honor, Lord God, because, Lord, we know that you are greater. We know that you are faithful, my God, and we know that all things are possible for you, Lord God. And, Father God, Lord, we may not know what is going on in Blade's body right now, Father God. And, Father God, Lord, though it may look, my God, Father God, Lord Jesus, is uncertainty, my God. But, Lord, we know that there is life in your name, the name of Jesus, my God. And right now we speak life into Blade right now in the name of Jesus. Jesus, my God, we ask you that you would rise him up, my God, that you would give those doctors the, the wisdom that they need, Father God, to find out what is going on with him, my God. But, Lord, that they would see the glory of God, my Lord, as, Father, you touch him right where he's at, my God, that you would heal and restore, my God, whatever may be going on in his body and in his mind right now, Father God, and that, Father, you would comfort the family right now, as, Lord, as we are coming together with them and trusting them, Father, trusting you through it all, my God, because, Lord, we know that you are faithful, and we know, my God, that your name is greater. So in Jesus' name, we thank you, Father, as he is in your hands this morning, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 And we will be praying after worship. We'll be taking some prayer requests as well to praise the Lord together. But how many of us came to praise the Lord this morning? How many of us came to glorify the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords this morning? Amen. I want to open up with a psalm here. It's Psalm 125. There's a note here that says the Lord surrounds his people. How many of us know that the Lord surrounds his people this morning? Amen. It's a song of ascent, and it says, those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion. How many of us are trusting the Lord this morning? Which cannot be moved, but abides forever. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people. From this time forth and forevermore, for the scepter of wickedness shall not rest on the land allotted to the righteous, lest the righteous stretch out their hands to do wrong. Do good, O Lord, to those who are good, and to those who are upright in their hearts. But those who turn aside to their crooked ways, the Lord will lead away with evildoers. Peace be upon Israel. And I read something this past week regarding this psalm. And it's use an example as a military, how they teach them these songs because they're going out to battle. But it's meant to bring them, to unify them, to go into the battle as they march. And this song was, a psalm was known as a psalm of ascent because they were ascending 
to the Mount Zion. And they were on their way to Jerusalem. And it would remind them as they sang this psalm, how the mountains were strategically placed and the city of God was strategically placed in those mountains, protective from all the enemies because these were people that had to worry about being invaded, had to worry about things coming upon them and people and nations trying to overtake them. But how many of us know that there is a greater surrounding and a greater trust? And that's when we put our trust in the Lord. So there's going to be times that we got to go up that mountain. But let us praise the Lord as we're ascending. Amen? Because how many of us know that we're going to come through this? Oh, praise the Lord. How many of you know you're going to come through this? And I'm not just talking about this time, but I'm talking about life in general. Because we have a God who is greater. We have a God who is faithful. We have a God that speaks the word. And there is life in the name of Jesus. And we can praise him together. So this morning, no matter where you're at today, no matter what you've been going through or facing, let us come together and let us praise the Lord as we ascend to that mountaintop, as we ascend to the heavens, because how many of us know that there is a destination? And that destination is to be in the presence of the Lord for all eternity. But let's not wait to get there. Let us praise him now because we know we have the very presence of the Lord living and dwelling inside of us. Because the word of God says we are the temple of the living God. Amen. So, Father, this morning we just thank you. We give you all the glory and all the praise and all the honor, Father. We thank you for this time, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Father God, because today as we come together, we are trusting you, Lord. We're not leaning on our own understanding, my God, but we are trusting the Lord, my God. And in that, as your word tells us, to do good and to dwell in the land and to feed on your faithfulness, my God. So, Lord, as we trust in you, Lord God, Father, help us to do the good and, Lord, and dwell in that land of your faithfulness, my God, knowing that we have all the provisions in you, the Lord of Lord and the King of Kings, our Savior, our God, our Lord, our Father, my God. And Lord, together we are going to continually praise you, Father God, because we know that you are good. So we just thank you this morning, Lord God. We are here to worship you and glorify you, my God, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the God of all, my Lord. And we just thank you for this time, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone says, Amen. Amen. Let us praise the Lord. I lift up Sister Joan as well. Sister Joan is home with Brother John. Um, right now she is in the bed, so she definitely still needs prayer. And that's what they ask for is for us to continually keep them in prayer and keep her in prayer. And we're believing the Lord's hand. She's trusting the Lord through it all. And uh, she keeps declaring, He'll never leave me, He'll never forsake me. But she's also trusting Him that her life is in His hands and He can do as He pleases. Amen. So we will be believing with them as well. Thank you for that. Amen. Well, I would like you, to, we as a church, how many of us know as a body of Christ, we can pray. Amen. And everybody online has got a bunch of prayer requests here. We see those there. So we're going to be believing for those prayers as well. So the prayer requests that you put out, I may not remember every single one of them, but the Lord heard them. Amen. And we heard them and we're coming together and believing the Lord for every one of these prayer requests and petitions and supplications that are coming forth this morning. Amen. So let us pray together. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father God. We thank you that.
that we could come together, Lord, as your children, as your servants, Father, as those, Father God, that have been redeemed, Lord, and Father God, have seen your faithfulness time and time again, Lord Jesus, and know that there is power in life in the name of Jesus, my God. So, Father, today we come together, Lord, my God. Father, Lord, thanking you, Lord Jesus, Father God, that we're able to come together in prayer, Father, and we lift up every prayer request today, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Father. You heard every petition for healing, Father God, and we know that you're the healer today, Father God. So we ask you, Lord, in Jesus' name, Father God, for those that are being prepared for operations, my God, for those that think got things going on in their body that no one knows what's going on, but you do, Lord God. We're asking in the name of Jesus, Father God, for your healing, my God, in the name of Jesus, Father God, for you, Father God, know every part and every detail inside and outside, Father God. So, Father, we thank you for the doctors and the nurses, my God. But, Lord, they need your wisdom, Father God, in treating many of the things that are going on, my God. So, Father, we just thank you, Lord, for your healing today. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your favor today. For those that are going back to work, thank you for your protection, for your covering. Thank you, Father God, Lord Jesus, for the wisdom and the guidance and the direction through it all, my God. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Father, for those today that need comfort, my God, in losing a loved one, Father God. Father, having someone who is sick, my God, having someone who is running, having someone who is struggling, Father, in the grieving, in the mourning, Father, but we thank you this morning that you are the comforter my God in the name of Jesus Lord God and father we thank you Lord that you are greater father God than anything else that is going on in this world my God so father Lord for those that are traveling we pray for the traveling mercies my God we thank you that your word says you go before them and you go with them and that you will never leave them nor forsake them my God so father today in the name of Jesus we thank you father God as we bring these petition and these prayer requests unto you Lord God and we thank you that you hear us but not only do you hear us but you answer us according to your will and according to your purpose my God so we just thank you this morning Lord God as we say your will be done not our will be done my God and we thank you father for the peace and the trust through it all my God in Jesus name we pray amen 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 hallelujah amen we know that our Lord is faithful and he knows all things. Amen. So let us continue to pray. Let us continue to declare and let us continue to trust the Lord together. Amen. Let us encourage one another because our God is faithful to bring us through, but not only us, but all those who put their faith. And he is that hope in this world today. So let us continue to be that example and that light in this world. Praise God. Thank God it's him. Amen. <laughs> Because I don't think the light is always shining in me, but I, I believe his light is, but not always mine. So praise God for his, his light through us. Amen. So thank God for that. So just a couple of quick announcements. On Wednesday, we will resume our Bible studies. We're not quite meeting yet together, but we will have the Bible study live stream. So on Wednesday nights, feel free to join us to the live stream at 7, 10 p.m. We are going to be in the book of Acts chapter 7. We're still going through there, so we're really looking forward to what the Lord has in that. I encourage you to read along, study along with us, and join us for, for Wednesday night Bible study. Amen. Uh, Friday night, we're not quite meeting for prayer yet. But we are still praying to the book of Second uh, Corinthians, and we will be in Second Corinthians chapter seven this Friday night. So, if you like to pray along with us through the Word of God, 
then we encourage you to join us in prayer on uh, Friday nights. Amen. And we usually start about 7 o'clock. We go to about 8, 830. Uh, but we are looking forward to coming back together and being able to pray. Even if we come together and pray outside, amen, we can do so. Amen. So I uh, will keep you guys updated on any changes and any updates and everything as the days go by. So thank you, Jesus, for that. And, uh, and for right now, for the morning services, for the 915 Word, we are taking that time to set up and everything like that. But we are still uploading the, the, the Word of God in the morning. And this morning was Psalm 71. So it is already uploaded. We encourage you in the mornings, if you'd like to, to, to check it out, receive the Word of God. But not only that, to pray, to pray for every service, to pray for what God is doing in this day as we're out here preparing. So thank you guys for joining us on there. And thank you guys for praying and just trusting the Lord through it all. Amen. And uh, once we get back inside, we will resume our 915 prayer in God's word. And our 1045 services are still normal time. Amen. So thank you, Lord, for that. And uh, we're just so grateful to God that we have every platform and we're able to take advantage of every platform that he has made. So if you have any questions, anything, feel free to give me a call. Let me know. You can check with us here on service and we'll always keep you updated any way we can. Amen. Amen. I know it's a little difficult. I know it's a little different with everything that's going on. But as we've said before, we know that our God is faithful through it all. We know that his word is faithful and we're just thankful to the Lord for all that he is doing. Amen. So um, I know it's a little hard to wear these masks and everything, but we're doing our best to follow all the guidelines and through the duration of service, wearing our mask and keeping our social distancing and everything, you know, and just showing the love of God to one another and to our community and letting them know, hey, you know what, we're going to trust the Lord. And we just want you to know that we're doing this in the love of God as well. Amen. So just wanted to share that with you guys this morning. Um, we are still taking up our tithes and offerings. So uh, we have a basket up here if you'd like to drop the tithes and offerings up there. And uh, Sister Nancy's going to come up and pray for the tithes and offerings this morning. Amen. But feel free to come and drop them over here in the front here. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. We keep being those examples. Amen. And we want to thank Pastor Sam and Sister Francis and our sister over here for joining us today. And we like to do is we like to pray for you guys. and like to pray for Good Shepherd Church as well. Amen. So let's extend our hands. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father God, for these two servants of the Lord. We thank you, Father God, Lord, for them being the example, Lord Jesus, of those trusting you and continually trusting you, Lord. And Father God, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for Father God, Lord, all that you're doing and have done in their lives. We lift up their son, Father God, for continued wisdom and guidance and direction, Father God. Father, in the church, Father, that you have placed them over your house, Father God. And Father, Lord, though that building burned down, but Lord Jesus, they are the church, Father God. So thank you, Lord Jesus, that did not stop them from praising you and glorifying you and allowing your word to go forth. And through this, my God, we thank you, Lord, as you open up that door, Father, for a new property, a new building, Father, even greater, Father God, than the latter, my God. So we thank Thank you, Lord Jesus, for all that you have planned and all that you are doing in purpose within that house and within their lives, Father. And we give you praise, glory, and honor, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's give the Lord some praise this morning. Amen. And thank you guys for sharing those testimonies this morning because how many of us know those testimonies don't belong to us? They belong to the Lord because it gives the Lord glory. It gives him all the honor. And not only that, the word of the Lord that comes forth, sometimes it's like that fire burning in you, just like, man, I just got to share it. I just got to declare it because this is God speaking. He's not just looking to speak to the pastor. He's looking to speak through all of us. He wants to use our lives to be able to declare his glory. And this morning we were in Psalm 71, 
And it's talking about that knowledge, but it's from a personal experience of someone who has walked with God and now is sharing that and declaring that that person still wanted to continue to declare it to the generations after them. Amen? Because that's what we are to do is we are to declare and share all that God has done for us. Because in that, the generations to follow will also share and declare that all that God has done. Because that's okay as they learn from us what God has done in our lives. But how many of us know that we also want the glory of God to be shown in their lives? Because just as God has brought us through, he will bring them through. And they will be able to declare all that God has done for them to the generations after them. Because that's what we will continue to do. And we will continue to do so until the day of our return of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And we can, hang, we can hold on to that today. We can continue to declare that. We can continue to believe that because we know that our God is faithful. So I want us to look at a couple of things today because how many of us know we can really get discouraged at times? How many of us have ever been in a place where we felt we have failed or felt like a failure? I'm pretty sure that happens a lot. We could have been in that place and many times in our life through everything that has been going on, we can feel that we fail at many times. But let me encourage you today. You have a choice and we have a choice today. We can either stay in a place of failure or we can prevail from that place. We can come out of that place and recognize that we don't need to stay in that place. And this is what we're going to talk about today. Fail or prevail. But this choice has to be yours. And my question today is fail or prevail, which are you going to choose? And which are you going to choose to believe? But not only believe, but live as though you believe it. But again, I can't make the decision for you. I have to make the decision for myself daily. Just as you have to make a decision daily. You know, I read something this past week. And it was found in Matthew chapter 16, verse 18. Where Jesus talks to Matthew, I mean to um, Peter. And he says, on this rock, I will build my church. Imagine he calls him, his, his name was, you know, he calls him Peter. He calls him the rock. Not, you know, Dwayne Johnson, not the rock, you know, but he calls him a rock. But he calls him a rock before even Peter was even at that place. Because how many of us know that Jesus saw the plan and the purpose in Peter's life? He called them this before Peter stepped up and said, never will I leave you, Lord. They may all forsake you, but I won't. He called them this before he rejected him and says, I don't know him. He called them this before. All of these things took place when the Lord came to Peter and says, do you love me? And Peter felt bad because he asked him three times, and it was three times that he denied him. He called him all this before when Paul rebukes him. Because how many of us know that Peter didn't arrive on this side? He didn't arrive and he didn't make it till he went into the presence of the Lord. And just like me and you, we'll arrive when we get home to be with our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? But I thank God that he that began a good work in us will see it to completion until the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
And I can never say that scripture enough because it's a reminder to me that, Lord, you're doing a work and you are faithful to complete that work. And many times we get discouraged because God calls me and you. But yet we fail so many times through it. But let me tell you something. God is not surprised when we fall short. God is not surprised when we fail. That's why he died on that cross for me and you. That's why he died on that cross for this world. Because he knew that we would have our moments of failure. That we would have our moments of discouragement and unbelief. But no matter what, he made provision through it all. And that provision is all found in his son, our Lord Jesus Christ. I want us to look at these words today. Fail or prevail, which do you believe? But not only that, which one will you live as you believe? So let's look at this definition here. I'm just going to read the definition of fail first. And the word fail is in the Merriam's Dictionary, it says to stop functioning. How many of us have stopped functioning in the body of Christ? How many of us have stopped functioning in our daily walk with the Lord in some things? The other one is to be unsuccessful. How many of us felt we have been unsuccessful in the things we have tried and tried so many times, but it seems like we keep failing? These are Webster's Dictionary. The other one is to fall short in satisfying the expectation or the hope. What is expected of us? How many of us have been in a place where we feel we've just failed in that? I have not met the expectations that I feel I should. Another definition here is to lose bodily strength or vigor. How many of us have been in a place where it's just, I can't go anymore. I'm, I just don't have the strength. My strength is failing me. Another way of looking at it is to miss an opportunity. So many opportunities. I could have talked to so-and-so. I could have prayed for so-and-so. I could have went here. I could have did this. I could have did that, but I didn't do it. I missed the opportunity. And it starts to eat at us inside. And we start to feel and get into a place where we feel we failed. Has anybody ever had that happen to them? Do you feel like that today? Have you been in a place where it just keeps piling and piling on and you feel that you failed as a child of God, as a servant of God, as a Christian? You feel that you've, you feel that you failed as a husband, as a wife, as a father, as a mother, as a grandparent? That you feel that you have failed in so many areas? We all get here. We all have seasons that we feel that we have failed, and maybe we have. Maybe some things and decisions we have made that have caused consequences today. But I'm here to tell you today, you don't got to stay there. We don't got to stay there. Because that's what the blood of Jesus is for. That's why he died for our sins. That mean you can prevail over the failures. And we can continue to do so today 
as long as we turn to the Lord and seek him. Now we're going to look at the word prevail. The word prevail is to gain ascendancy, to go up through strength or superiority to triumph. So we go from failure to prevail. And how many of us know that even though we may fail and be down, we can get back up again? The Bible says, though a righteous man falls seven times, but he gets back up again. How many of us time and time again have had to get back up again? How many of us this morning had to get back up again? How many of us right now have to choose to get back up again? But you can do so in the strength and superiority of our God. Not only that, to prevail is to be, to be or to become effective. To be effective in what you do or affected. To use persuasion successfully. And an example of that has prevailed him to sing. As we heard earlier, many times we want to stop singing, but we got to prevail through it anyways. We got to prevail through it anyways. We got to continue to praise God through it anyways. No matter how we feel, no matter what decisions or choices we have made that have affected us and others, but we got to praise him anyways. And are we going to believe and choose to prevail in our singing and our worship and our glorifying to the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings? We can prevail. To be frequent. To be or continue in use or fashion to persist through it all. What's our choice this morning? To fail or to prevail? I'll leave that question to you this morning. <laughs> I'm going to throw that out there for an answer this morning. What is your choice today? To fail or prevail? Amen. Amen. Well, this morning what we're going to do is we're going to learn, well, how do we do that? How do I prevail through it all? How do I press through when I just don't have the strength or my faith is weary? Or how am I going to do this? How am I going to prevail? Well, let me tell you something. We can start with believing what God says. Start with believing what the word of God says and what he declares. And taking it as it's already done. And believing him because it's the very word of God that's infallible. And not only that, but because we have a Holy Spirit living and dwelling inside of us that witnesses to this very word of God. Because the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit are one. And they're in agreement. So even at times when we're not in agreement, they're in agreement. So let us believe what he says. But how do I know that? You know, it's amazing. I've talked about this many times, and I haven't quite done it yet. Exercise. I think I've actually gained weight since all this took place instead of taking advantage and exercising a little bit. 
I blame it on the gyms. Jim's burger stayed open. <laughs> but how many of us know that many times and, you know, we always, there's many of us, there's some that just can start something. They say, you know what, I'm going to start exercising and they just go at it. They don't care if they have everything, nothing. They're just good. They just start. And they're good with that in a lot of things. But how many of us know that's not the majority of us? <laughs> I'm going to talk about the other majority that I'm in. I'm one of those that if I'm going to start to exercise, well, not to an extent. I mean, I don't go that far. But, you know, I like to make sure first I got the right shoes, got the right workout clothes, got the right weights, got to make sure I got the right workout plan. And if I don't have that, then I can't do it. Because I don't want to start working out and then don't have all the stuff that I need. You know, I don't want to start and then not have the provision that I need. Anybody with me on that? Okay, I guess it's just me. Pray for me. You know, <laughs> you know the Bible says that if you say you're not, you know, you don't lie. It's, yeah. Amen. But many times we do that with God. We follow the Lord in this way. And many today will not come to the Lord because they're waiting. Well, I want to make sure I get everything right. I want to make sure that I stop doing this. I want to make sure that I stop cussing, that I stop drinking, that I stop womanizing, that I stop doing all these things, that I stop lying, that I stop gossiping, that I stop having these thoughts. I want to wait. And once I do that, then I'll go to church. Then I'll come to the Lord. I use that excuse for a long time. And I say it as an excuse. And many times today as a, in the body of Christ, how many of us know we could still use that excuse? Well, I'll serve the Lord when um, he's helped me overcome that little thing. I'll worship the Lord and serve the Lord when, you know, when, when, when everything is just right, when the finances are right, when my job is right, when my marriage is right, when my kids are right, when everything is just lined up and the Lord has lined up all the planets for me, then I will do what God has called me to do. How many of us know nothing will ever line up the way that me and you plan it to? And that is the biggest struggle is when we're waiting for everything to line up the way that we think we should. And the Lord says, that's not how I predestined it. Because that's when things look like they're messed up, when they're really not messed up. They're just there to bring glory to God. But what I want to focus on today is you have everything that you need today to follow the Lord. This world has everything it needs today to give their lives to Jesus. And it's found here in 1 John chapter 4, verse 13. First John chapter 4, verse 13 through 19. 
He says, by this we know that we abide in him and he in us, because he has given us of his spirit. And we have seen and testified that the Father has sent his Son to be the Savior of the world. How many of us believe that this morning? Verse 15 says, whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him and he in God. So we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love. And whoever abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. By this is love perfected with us, so that we may have confidence for the day of judgment, because as he is, so also are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, for fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. We love because he first loved us. Because he first loved us. How many of us know that this all begins with the love of God? It all has to do with the love of God. We can worship the Lord today because of the love of God. We have forgiveness today because of the love of God. We have peace today because of the love of God. God sent his only begotten son into this world because of his love. And he showed the world his love by that death that Jesus died on that cross for us over 2,000 years ago. He didn't just say he loves us, but he showed us how much he loved us through his son, Jesus. And nothing changes today. Me and you are able to serve God because of his love today. And whenever you feel like you have failed, just know that the love of God never fails. And through it all, his love is what will keep me in you, will help me in you, will bring me in you through. It's that love that's like no other, that agape love, the unconditional love. I heard it put a long time ago, you know, many will say God is love and love is God. But I love how they put this. They said, no, that's false. Because love in the word that we know it can never truly define the love of God. But God defines what true love is. Because honestly, we can't even fully comprehend how great the love of God is. No matter how much you love your parents, no matter how much you love your children, no matter how much you love your spouse, can never come close to the love that God has for me and you in this world today. And it's because of that love today that me and you are going to make it. That there is still hope for this world today. It's because this love never fails. And let's look at the love of God. Let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 13. I've shared this many times. And I remember a long time ago somebody said, okay, where love is at, put your name there. And I did that. But what it did is I realized I don't measure up to this. 
This is not defining me. But the one it is defining is God. And what that did is it caused me to put myself in a place to recognize it's not my love, but it's his love. That he has for me and he has for you in this world. And in that we get to learn how to walk in this love. But even in that we will fall so short. But this love we're reading today, God is perfect in it because he defines what this love is. So I don't know where you've been or what you've gone through or what you're going through today and all those watching with us today, but I want to encourage you. Be encouraged to this word through the love of God and just know that God loves you. Because it says here, love is patient and kind. How many of us has God been so patient and kind with us? Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends or love never fails. I'm going to stop there for a second. No matter how many times me and you fail or feel that we have failed, let us be encouraged today that the love of God will never fail. But you have to choose and I have to choose that to believe that daily that God, your love will never fail. And because of that and because we choose to believe that we will prevail. It's not us that prevails, but the greater one that lives in me and you that has already prevailed on that cross over 2000 years ago and has given us all that we need to prevail in this life because we can prevail in the love of God today. And his love is all that we need. So no matter how low you may feel, no matter how messed up your mind may be, or your body may feel, but you can rejoice, I can rejoice, we can rejoice that we will prevail in the love of God because his love never fails. Do we believe that this morning? Do we believe that this morning? then you're going to come through because since that love will never fail, then that love will never give up on you. That love will always be patient with you. That love will always be kind. That love will always be there to forgive you. That love will always be there to comfort you, to be that peace in the chaos and in the storm because his love is faithful and his love never fails. And we can prevail in the love that Christ has for us today. You will prevail as long as you continue to believe. So when your lowest moments are your highest moments, always remember that the love of God will never fail. And in that it says, as for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part, 
and we prophesy in part. But look at this part in verse 10. But when the perfect comes. Oh, hallelujah. Ponder that a little bit. For when the perfect comes. How many of us know we haven't arrived yet? I'm not all there yet. But I have the righteousness of God. And there will come a day where this will all be gone. And the perfect, the imperfect will now become perfect in Christ. But when the perfect comes, the partial will pass away. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I have been fully known. See, as Jesus called Peter that rock, Peter couldn't see all that he would become, but the Lord did. How many of us know today that the Lord sees all that you can become? And I say can because it's our choice to continue to believe him, to continue to live in fear and trembling, to continue to believe and walk with him all the days of our life. And we can in him prevail and become all that he has called us to be and predestined us and planned and chose us to be. So don't ever doubt what God sees in you. But let me encourage you. We need to ask the Lord to help us to see it in each other. To not just see each other for where we're at today, but to see all the potential and the plan and the purpose that God has for each and every single one of us here today. And all those watching with us, and not only us, but everyone in this world. And just like Peter had a walk, but there came a day that even though he was only able to see in that mirror dimly, only though he was only able to see in part, but he trusted the Lord to the day he went home. And now he sees him for all his glory. As we too one day as well. And many of our brothers and sisters that have gone home to be with the Lord are now in the presence of the Lord. So shall we one day. But until then, just know that the love of God never fails. So now faith, hope, and love abide. These three. But the greatest of these is love. The greatest of these is love. What do we choose today? Fail or prevail? Let us prevail in the love that God has for us. And let us continue to believe, Lord, your love never fails. And the more that we declare and believe that, let us live as those that know the love of God will never fail. Amen. Brother Santos is going to lead us in another song of worship this morning. I'm just going to ask you to take this time because how many of us know that all that we need is Jesus? All that we ever needed was the love of God. And all that this world needs today is the love of God. And it is found in Christ Jesus. So let us just take this time right now and worship the Lord together. And thank him for all that we have in him this morning. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen.
Lord, Father, this morning we give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honor, Lord God. We thank you for this time this morning, Lord God. We thank you for that love, my Lord, that never fails, my God. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, that, Father, we can and will prevail in you, Lord Jesus, because you already prevailed at that cross, Lord Jesus. And you rose again on the third day, and you are now seated at the right hand of the Father, interceding for us day and night, Lord Jesus. And you kept that promise, and you sent your Holy Spirit, Lord God. And, Lord, it is he that witnesses within us, Lord, that your return is soon. So, Father, we just thank you this morning, Lord God. We thank you, Lord, for that great love, my God. And we thank you, Lord, that many today will come to know the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. And, Father, we thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness, Lord God. And we will continue to trust you and to follow you in that love that never fails. We love you, we praise you, and we bless you this morning, Father God. We thank you this morning, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen, amen. If you need prayer this morning, I'll be up here. Be happy to pray with you this morning. Again, thank you for joining us. Bible study Wednesday. You guys continue to walk in the love of God and know that he'll never fail you. Amen. Thank you all for joining us online. We see you guys there. Continue to believe God and know that he is faithful through it all. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you. 